Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here's your host, Glenise. Hello and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. So this week's show, what to do when things don't change. So you guys, if you've listened to my show before, you know, often I'm talking about, you know, creating your dreams come true and like all the stuff in terms of going forward and changing things and creating what you'd like. And what I was, you know, aware of this week was it's now the middle of January Well, depends when you're listening to this, but at the time of recording, it's the middle of January. So there's people who maybe, and maybe this fits for you, that maybe set some resolutions or made some choices or some decisions early in January, kind of like this is a new year, this is a new me type of thing, and things aren't changing. And that is such a huge piece. And I, I mean, I have experienced that, of course, many, many times. And what I know for sure with, you know, again, just for me, maybe this fits for you, is that that can often be a stop point. If we've been trying to change something for a week, two weeks, a month, a day sometimes, and nothing seems to change, it'll stop us. And so what I looked at with this show was like, what would it take to change that? So that even the stuff that doesn't change in the way we think it should or have decided or would like to, it still doesn't stop us. Because you really want to be aware of that, that, like that, that choice to stop. That's basically what we want to be aware of. It's the choice to stop. Now, we can acknowledge what is in the moment that, hey, I've been working at this for however long and it hasn't changed. Like acknowledge that in that moment. So you're you're being honest with you. Basically, that's the energy of it. You're honest with you. Like, hey, I've been doing X, Y, and Z. Uh, and here this is, this whatever still the same. And I'm frustrated or I'm annoyed or I'm mad or, or maybe it's the other way. I haven't been doing X, Y, and Z and I know I should be doing X, Y, and Z. Like all of that. What if kind of one of the things with this and anything in your life, anything in your life is just stop the judgment of you. Like truly, truly, truly stop the judgment of you. Whether you've taken action and it hasn't changed it, or you haven't taken action and you're, you know, in that space of I should have, stop the judgment of you. That is a choice to judge you, and it is actually a choice to stop. So this has got to be something that you commit to you for you. Like have your own back. And what that means when we have our own back is is that is that you would never, ever judge you no matter what. If you look at somebody in your life that you actually have their back, maybe it's a lover, maybe it's a child, maybe it's a parent, a sibling, a friend, somebody, you have their back 110%. What would it be like if you had your own back? Yeah. 
because really, whether you've taken the action and it hasn't changed it, or you haven't taken the action, either way, or maybe it's a mix of both, doesn't matter, there's information in that for you. But you'll never ever receive that information if you're judging you about whatever it is. And that information becomes really the key. At least for me, it's the key. It's like if I say I would like to change something and then I don't do what I'm aware of would change it. Now, notice that I say I don't do what I'm aware of. I don't mean I don't do what this reality tells me I should do to change it. Dear God, stop that crazy right now. Uh, you know, so people who, you know, for I would use myself as like weight loss or exercise or that sort of stuff from this reality, there's some, I mean, <laughs> I could write 50 books on those topics for all of the years that I put into this reality's idea of how to change those things. And that's not actually what works. So you want to look at what you're aware of that would change it. Not what you read should or you've decided should, but what you're aware of would change it. And so if you're not doing that, it's like, hey, okay, so what is this? What is it? I'd like to change that. And yet I'm not doing what I'm aware of would change it. So what is this? So we go to the question of like, what is this? What, what is the information here instead of the judgment of you? So let's have that kind of as, you know, the title of this, I think, is what to do when things don't change. This is one of the things to do when things don't change. Now, these are going to be in no sense of order and no way that these are like, these are all like you have to do all of these when things don't change because that's not the case. These are just different suggestions of things to do. Uh, and you can kind of pick and choose and try each one and see what what works because there's there's really no kind of these five steps will make you change it or whatever. That's not like that. But there are different things. So that is one thing is ask. Like, be curious for you. What is this? Like, truly, 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 what is this? What is it that I'm not doing what I'm aware of would change this? So when you're curious like that, one of the things you want to be aware of with things that don't change, whether you're taking the action that you're aware of would change it or you're not either way, is, is it actually yours? Like, is that desire for that change actually yours? Yeah. <laughs> and this is where it gets really tricky because we're so... Mm, I shouldn't say we're so, um, often we have this idea and it's not ours of what something should be like. But if we're really honest with us, we maybe don't even care. Like it is maybe totally irrelevant. For example, uh, a lot of you listening, money may not be a thing for you. But you might have bought the lie from this reality that it is the only thing. So you make it super, super significant. So you might have a, a goal or a target for the year or for the month. And like, that's the only thing. And, and you're just focused totally on that. And it doesn't change. But man, you've got you've to make more money. And it needs to be, look like this and that. And it's like, have you ever really just checked in with you? Is like, is that mine? Is that my desire for a certain number mine? 
Now, I don't mean that you might not have a desire for more money. That's not what I mean, because there often is for us. But it's not from the, the number that is the inspiration. It's more of what we would do with it. So you might even be able to look at your past and go, wow, yeah, every time I required money for something, I created it. If I required, you know, just had the, the target of, I don't know, $50,000 in my bank account, I didn't create it. Like, so there's this, this, this energy for us a lot of times, and I say us because most of the times the people listening to the radio show, we, we all have this kind of energy of like money itself, a dollar amount in the bank doesn't make a huge, um, you know, it doesn't inspire us. And something like, hey, uh, let's go on that, you know, trip or let's go build houses in Africa or let's go and uh, build a park in our neighborhood or things like that, that get us, that gets us out of bed in the morning. That becomes the inspiration. So you just want to, again, be honest with you. If that, if that number that you've decided is important, isn't really yours, change the target, because otherwise you're going to put yourself in the space of constant judgment of you. Because you won't actually create that target. Because it doesn't matter to you. But it's supposed to matter. So then you've made it really significant. And I know this because I lived it for so long. I truly lived it until I would say, oh gosh, probably 2014, 2013, somewhere around there. Like that I had you know, money as the number one, and yet I didn't create much of it. I mean, I created, I always created enough, but it was never, never what I had decided I should have. And then even when I did start creating that, it still, then I changed the number. <laughs> Which is, you know, a little bit silly, but at the time it made great sense to me. So, and, and, I say all of this. Now, if yours is a certain number in the bank, like if that does inspire you, cool, go for it. That's no way wrong. Just wanted to give kind of a common example. Another common example would be changing your body. Like maybe you've, you know, watched TV or listened to ads or of course even Facebook or all sorts of things out there. Tell us what our body should be. Hell, if you go to a doctor Actually, this gal who does, um, she does my reflexology and this, I think it's Raynar massage. I can't remember. Anyway, this awesome stuff. And she was telling me that a doctor had told her she was obese. And, and like, <laughs> I was like, what? She doesn't, I, I wouldn't even say she has an extra pound on her. Like, I, I mean, and of course I, whatever, but I don't. And to be told from a doctor that you're obese like that is just like holy doodles. So those things where we start going, okay, you know, so being told you're obese or being told you're unhealthy, all of those things become where, oh, okay, well then I need to change it. Well, if that desire for change isn't truly yours, you are not going to change it. You may change it short term, but chances are you'll go back to where it was, whether it's weight, whether it's a money thing, whether it's a relationship thing. You know, we've probably all had times in our lives where we were in our teens, maybe even older, and we were dating somebody our family didn't like. And they said, you know, 
are you sure? Or, you know, they questioned it. Um, we either maybe did end it for a while and then went back or it, you know, kept us in their, um, in the relationship longer, uh, just to kind of spite the people. But you just want to look at that. Like, is that change that you've been asking for, that you've been taking the action or judging yourself for not taking the action? Is that your desire? Because man, if it isn't, please change it. All you're doing is setting yourself up to judge you and then judge you some more and then judge you some more and then judge you even more. And that, of course, judgment always kills. There's no creative energy whatsoever in judgment. Even though a lot of, uh, you know, exercise programs and uh, body changing stuff is based on that, uh, it's not that you won't create anything from that space. So be honest with you. Like, be really, really, really honest with you. Because that's the only thing that will change anything. And then in that honesty, there may be the awareness of, oh my gosh, it's not that I'd like to, you know, lose 20 pounds. It's that I'd love to be able to run, a, you know, a marathon. Suddenly that becomes the inspiration and it has nothing to do with the weight. And that's, that's the... To me, that's the key, is looking at what is it. And it, there might be nothing in that, in that thing you've been working towards changing. There might be nothing in it that's yours. And there might be something where if you're honest with you, you go, oh my gosh, I don't care what the number on the scale is, but I do really want to participate in that marathon. Well, then start asking about that. Start taking the action on that instead of the other thing that just didn't actually change. Because if you look at the things in your life that you truly desired to change, how quickly did you change them? <laughs> right? Yeah. You changed them in the blink of an eye. Now, it might have taken a month or a week or a year or whatever, but you still changed them and there wasn't probably the struggle in changing them of the things that you really desired to change. So let it be the information. Let that, that thing not changing get you into the question of like, what is this? Is this desire mine? Is this change mine? Is this truly what I would like? Because, you know, there's so many projections out there of like us personally, you know, people around us, of us just in general, you know, if we're, whatever sex we are, you know, all women should be like this or all men should be like that. Or like, there's so many projections that I don't even get that we are, no, I won't say we, that I am willing to truly be aware of yet. And what would it take because once you're aware of the projections, then you have the choice. And a projection could be something as simple as, um, I've actually been receiving, been aware of receiving a lot. I've been posting, you know, and I've been talking about on my radio show with terms of like uh, getting a personal trainer and just being more active. And, and my, my target is to be stronger. Interestingly enough, the weight itself is irrelevant to me. And I mean, I, I laugh at it now because again, that was the same as the money thing is I made it so significant. I mean, I was on my first diet at the age of nine. Believe me, I have made weight significant and look what it's done. It hasn't changed it because it was never mine. But this reality says I should look a certain way. And so by posting those things, 
it's been interesting the amount of projections, whether it's comments on Facebook or uh, just energetic projections or whatever of like, and, and you should be doing this for weight loss. And it's like, that's a really interesting point of view. And I'm willing to be aware of it when I'm excited. And I don't like the people who are projecting that they're not wrong. They're not wrong in any way. That's their, that's where they would be choosing. That's where they're coming from. Cool. But you want to be aware of those projections. Otherwise, you start acting it out. You know, where I might start making the scale significant. Well, you know what? I'm over that. <laughs> That's been way too many years. Being stronger and being able to jump off into a waterfall and slide down it. That's my target right now. Um, that, that's it. And, that, and I'm loving it because that is what is inspiring me. And the fact that, I mean, it's only been a week and I'm stronger than I was. I'm stronger than I was last week. And I'm stronger than I was when I very first, you know, chose, well, when I couldn't, or I didn't, no, I could, of course I could, when I didn't choose to jump in the waterfall, that, you know, where I was in that moment, physically, when body said no, to compared to where I am now is hugely different. That's not change in this reality. That is, that is so beyond this reality. And I mean, how does it get any better than that? And what else is possible? And, of course, following the energy of the change that's required. So this change has been very easy for me. Getting stronger and stronger every day has been very easy for me. Because what's inspiring me is jumping off into a waterfall. Or something like it. I mean, obviously, I'm not... Well, I shouldn't say obviously. Who knows? In this 10 seconds, we're not planning on going back to Bali to do that. Um, And... I'm ready, <laughs> you know, I, that's, that's what this, this whole thing is for. And not just that, it's like when we go to Norway, there might be something really cool to do there physically that I'm, that I'm ready for, that I'm, so it's like that sort of an energy. So if you look at those things that aren't changing for you and look at like, is it truly yours? And is there a different spin on it? Is there something you would actually be inspired with that target instead of the one that you've maybe decided or has been projected onto you. Because those projections, my sweet friends, they, they can be, if we're not willing to be aware of them, they can be what directs our entire life. So on that note, I am going to head to break and maybe in the meantime, you can be uh, just being honest with you about some of those things that you'd like to change that haven't been changing of if they're actually really yours. All right, we'll be right back. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com 
Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about what to do when things don't change. And so we talked about like checking in is that desire, that change, that ask, that wish, that goal, that target, whatever. Is that actually yours? Make sure you know that. Now, the other thing, and we kind of talked a little bit about it in the first segment, but I want to talk a little bit more about it, is the energy of like, are you doing what you've decided you should do or you have to do to change it? Or are you actually being aware of what is what is going to change it in that time? You know, so often we have this space of, well, decision, basically, rather than choice. We decide what it's going to take to change it. And then we often shut our awareness off to make that happen, to do that, and then we're shocked when it doesn't change. So you want to really look at, is are the action steps you're taking every day, whatever they are, are they yummy? Are they expansive? Does it create more? Are you forcing yourself to do it? Are you pushing yourself to do it? Do you hate doing it? Are you cranky about it? Now, I don't mean that every... Every action step is going to just be like the best action, like the best thing ever. That's not probably going to be the case. But there is an energy between like, yeah, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm doing this. And oh my God, I have to do this. I really don't want, oh, I hate doing this. Like there's an energy difference in there. So check in. Is what the action steps you're taking, are they, uh, are they, are they yummy? Are they expansive? Are they light? Are they going to actually create what you're asking for? And then that willingness to change it if not. You know, so I talked before in terms of like with the personal trainer, if suddenly that changed, if suddenly that just didn't work anymore, that wasn't nice, that wasn't fun, I was forcing myself, I, was, I hated it, like, you know what, I wouldn't do it. I would actually choose to stop and, I'll use air quotes, lose the money. Now, I also, you know, I've, I've known myself for 46 years. I'm pretty aware of the stuff that I can bring up. I know when there's resistance from a place of what's changing it compared to this isn't working. So it's like that. Are you willing to, are you willing to honor you? So laugh at when you're putting your, you know, the resistance of it or the you're aware that it's changing stuff and it's maybe becoming uncomfortable because, I mean, this is the other funny thing too is often when we do start receiving what we're asking for, it does become uncomfortable because it's different. It's something totally different. So then from that space, we're, you know, creating all this silliness, but really just checking in with you. When it doesn't seem like it is light or expansive, just check in. Is that true? Is that really, really true? Again, you're just looking for information, like what's really going on? And sometimes, you know, for me, I know one of the things is, is the timing thing. So in, in kind of my plan of uh what I've got in the action steps, it's like it may be heavy, I don't know, say at eight in the morning, but at three in the afternoon, it's really yummy. 
do you want to check in with that too? It doesn't mean that that action step isn't, is never. It could be just not right now. Could be that there's a better time, a time you'll maybe be more present with it or a time maybe there's something else that requires your attention first. Like just being with that space. And again, we go back to the most important piece, at least to me, is the no judgment. Like no judging of you. So if you have an action step and you're not choosing it or you're, you're forcing yourself or you're hating it, just checking in with you. Hey, what is this? What is this? Could be that you have points of views about that action step. It could be that you're aware of other people not liking that action step. And I mean, it also could be that the action step is too simple. Right? Like there's a lot of things that we can do energetically and magically to change things, such as even like being in the, in the awareness of a question. So, for example, one of the programs I've got starting on January 23rd, 2019 is all about setting targets for your business and then uh, we'll spend uh, time every day together asking questions to reach those targets, to exponentialize those targets. And that's where I see a lot of people, they don't take that step. They don't do that like asking questions every day. That's ridiculous. No, I have to get on the treadmill and sweat for an hour. And maybe it's both, who knows? But sometimes the action step that we're aware of is is too easy. So then we don't do it. Because it's like, well, that couldn't, we've got the decision or the conclusion or the judgment that that can't change it. And what if that's the thing that contributes to it changing? And any point of view that you have about any of those action steps, those are what you want to also be really aware of. Because if it's too easy, or maybe, you know, you've got the decision that the only way to change your uh, hip size (laughs) is an hour on the treadmill every day. And your body has no desire to change their, the, its hip size, then you could spend an hour on the treadmill every day for 25 years and your hip size won't change. So it's looking at it from a big picture rather than just one thing. And that's the other piece too in terms of when things don't change is have you communed with whatever it is you've decided should change? So with the hip size, obviously it's your body. You as an infinite being don't hip size is irrelevant because you as an infinite being don't have a hip or hips (laughs) you as an infinite being with a body the body has the hips so communing with the body that's what you want to look at hey sweet body what would you like your hips to look like because it's not your hips as the infinite being. And this is, you know, probably a huge piece for a lot of people in terms of things not changing is that we've decided what should change based on a million things. And then we take the action from judgment and conclusion and what other people have said or done and look to change it or try to change it from that instead of communing with what does desire to change or maybe doesn't even desire to change like with whatever you're changing and that to me that that's such a big piece is that communing and and so you know in that program that's called 21 days to choosing and creating a successful business in 2019 it's about communing with the business 
business, what would you like? Now, it doesn't mean that you become a slave to the business or you become a slave to your body or anything like that. And it does have a co-creation in it where you're working together, where you're asking and co-creating. Because I'll tell you what, if your body says yes, like it has that same, let's say it, it desires the hip smaller too, you will change it in the blink of an eye. Whatever that is. Now that blink of an eye might take, I don't know, 10 months, but it won't be like it's 10 months. You won't be suffering through if it is a true co-creation. Or if the business, if you've, you know, you've got the target of a million dollar business in 2019 and your business has the same target, it will be so ease and joy and glory. You may not even reach the target, but it will be so ease and joy and glory. Yet, if you have that target and the business doesn't, it will feel like struggle and push and upset and drama and trauma. And so it's like communing with those things. And let's say you're like, nope, million dollar business. This is my target. This is what I'm doing. And the business says, nope, not going to do that. You don't have to then go, oh, well, then it <laughs> sucks to be me. You can then go, okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know. Okay, business, business, like not the business you are doing, but another business, what else? What other business would like to be a million dollar business that I could play with? So you continue to add what you would like without going into the conclusion of it has to be a certain thing. Now I have been, I mean, I started my business in 2002. Uh, gosh, is that 17 years now? Yep, seven, it'll be 17 years in September. Wow, how does it get any better than that? And in those 17 years, I have probably worked with hundreds of thousands of businesses, other people's businesses, because it's a lot of stuff that I do within my businesses to contribute to other people's businesses. And in my experience, the other business, or the other, the business of that person, if that person was truly choosing that target of, you know, say a million dollar business from the place of um, like, it'll, it'll be fun, it'll be awesome, it'll be exciting, it'll be like just this really yummy energy, that the business never ever says no to that. Often though, the business or the body or whatever it is will say no when we're doing it from what I'm going to say like unconsciousness or anti-consciousness. So we're doing it from, well, I want to, I want to prove to my last boss that I could do it in their shitheads or I want to, you know, make my ex really jealous. <laughs> like when we do it from that energy, that sort of energy, however that shows up, that's usually when the the thing we would like to change is a is a no and not because it doesn't necessarily want that target but it's it doesn't it's not from that energy that energy isn't yummy to it that and to me that thing is also aware that that energy won't sustain itself so maybe you have you know been dumped in the past and you did then go and create a super sexy body uh through force and push and you know starvation and all of the things and uh you know chances are you didn't sustain it and that's okay it's not right or it's not wrong but it's just like you want to look at that so if you do get a no from the thing that you'd like to change whether it's a body or business or your money your whatever it is if you get a no just check in. What's the energy behind my ask here? Like, what am I really asking for? 
because there's no there is nothing wrong with asking for a million dollar business that will often get a yes well it will always get a yes when it is congruent from the place of creation and expansion so I don't mean it's right or it's wrong like if you're doing it from good then your business will say yes but if you're doing it from bad your business will say no that's not it at all consciousness includes everything and judges nothing it's just the energy behind it that energy of you know I want to prove it to somebody or I want to show them what they're missing or that competition energy that's not you no matter what you've decided, that energy isn't you. No matter what you've chosen in the past, that energy isn't naturally you. You have to not be you to be those energies. So when we attempt to create something from those energies, then it's, it's, it's not you. And it's really difficult to create when we're not being us. So if you're willing to look at that and willing to go, yeah, you know what? I did have the target of having a smaller hips so my ex would be jealous. Cool. Okay, what, what would I really like here? Might be the same target. It might be to have smaller hips because it would be fun to, I don't know what you could do with smaller hips. But <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anyway, you get the idea, hopefully, because like, you know, if you're doing it from that place of it just feels yummy and it's expansive and yeah, I'd really like that. Cool. Chances are your body will be on board with that. So you may have the same target. You just want to look at the energy behind it. So again, if it's not changing, check in. What is the energy behind what you're changing it for? What is that energy? Is it to make you better than somebody? Is it to make you, um, or hell, make you less than somebody? Or like, what is that energy behind that ask? And the cool thing with all of this is nobody else has to know. You don't have to tell anybody that you, you know, you were wanting smaller hips so you could make your ex jealous. Just tell you, just be honest with you. And then you can actually change it. And then you can move forward. And then you can change it, whether your body, you know, it's still, yes, smaller, smaller hips. And it's yummy. And, you know, you'll change it right away. And again, I mean, I say right away, or I say as if by magic, or I say in the blink of an eye. And I don't mean that in time. I mean that it just, it just occurs. It just, I'm going to use air quotes with happens, although nothing happens. But when, when that choice aligns with what we truly, truly, truly desire to create, it's everything. And then it is as if by magic. You know, if you're willing to be that magical. <laughs> and I mean, that kind of takes us into the next piece is, if things aren't changing and it really is yours and you are taking the action that is light to take when it's light to take it, are you willing for it to change as if by magic? Are you willing to be that different? And I'm pretty sure we, well, you know what? I probably talk about this in some way on every show because it is such a huge piece, at least in my world and for the people that tend to, you know, come to my classes and, and do sessions with me, is the whole fitting in thing. Like if you truly desired smaller hips and it was from expansion and yumminess and body said yes, and the next day your hips changed, 
Are you willing for it to be that ease? Are you willing to be that magical? Are you willing to be that different? Are you willing then for people around you who you care for, who you adore, who you might even look up to, who inspire you to be jealous of you? Yeah, and I know it's like, why would, why would, why do we got to throw that in there, Glennies? And we do have to throw that in there because it brings up an energy. It brings up an energy that then, once you're willing to receive that energy, then you'll actually allow the magic to occur. But if you aren't willing for the people around you to be jealous of you, or hate you, or be angry with you, or whatever all, like whatever energy, just at that point, when I said it, jealous was the, the biggest energy, uh, if you're not willing, then you won't actually create it. And then again, you're choosing judgment of you. Because you're like, I'm doing it all right. There's not like, I don't know what else to do. And it's still not changing. And it's like, yeah, because you might not be allowing it to change. Because that, right? If you wake up one day and your hips are three sizes different. And people around you have been working for three years and their hips haven't changed. What position does that put you in? Yeah. And what if you were willing to receive that judgment? And the cool thing is when you're willing to receive that judgment, that's when you can be aware of what they can hear. So let's say you went for coffee with a friend who'd been working for, you know, years to change her hip size and it's never changed and you walk in and it's very apparent that your hips have changed. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like a really silly example, but actually basing it on, I'm going to say like a true story. uh, And I'll talk about that in a moment. But, you know, and then that friend says to you, oh my God, what have you been doing? chances are saying, well, you know what, I just chose it one day and I followed a couple, you know, awarenesses of what to do and overnight they changed. That might actually not create more. You might create more to say, hey, you know what, it's been something I've been working at and, you know, it's finally changed it and and here's what I did or something. Like, who knows? And it was, there was a woman in a class I was in uh, probably 10 years ago And she talked about that. She talked about looking at her friend's body and she loved the friend's hip size, uh, just the way the proportion was. I can't even recall what it was. But anyway, she loved what it looked like. And when she went to bed that night, she (laughs) said to her body, body, would you like that shape? And, And apparently her body said yes. And the next day, she was that shape. And I mean, I don't think it was like four sizes different by any means, but Previously, she couldn't share the gal's genes. And that next day, because uh, she, the, her friend was in the class also, she put her genes on and with ease. So are you willing to be that magical? <laughs> All right, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we're talking all about what to do when things don't change. Of course, looking at, hey, do I really actually desire this change? Is it my change that I'm, is, is it mine? Is that desire mine? Uh, am I taking inspired action? Or am I doing what I've decided I should do? Uh, am I willing to be so magical that things change overnight? And again, I know I talked about this earlier, but we really don't have to tell people. We really don't have to tell people. One of the things that often comes up in classes is people saying, well, I can't have too much money. I don't want my family to feel bad. And I'm like, usually the next question I ask them is like, do they have access to your bank account? (laughs) And then, you know, for the most part, it's a no. So then it doesn't matter. Now, they might notice by what you're doing, you know, when you start having maybe whatever it might be for you, a nicer car or more vacations or brand name clothes or buying a different house or maybe buying four houses. You know, they might get the hint, but what if you allow them to make their own uh, story about that? So if they want to say, oh my gosh, it's because uh, she has money or he has money because they're not married or because they don't have kids, or because they're lucky, or whatever. Like, what if you let them have that? What if you don't take a point of view about that? Like, if somebody wants to say, oh, well, the reason they have money is because blah, blah, blah. Like, what if you let them have that? And that's kind of a fun place to be, I think, because uh, one of the things that I, I'm aware of, and I've heard, of course, but also aware of just energetically, is a lot of people look at Hubby and I uh, and, you know, have this assumption that he had the money. So he or has or had the money. So, he, you know, what we choose now is based on what he's created in the past, And that's, you know, when that first became aware of that, I actually really struggled with that because I wanted the world to know that, uh, you know, him and I created it together. It is through the business, through what he does in the business, through what I do in the business, who we be on the planet. We did it together. He didn't come in with money. He didn't, you know, it's not like a sugar daddy. Um, And I really was uncomfortable with people. Well, it wasn't that I was uncomfortable. I wanted to be right. If I was really honest, I would tell you, I just wanted to be right. I wanted them to know all, you know, and it's like, that is so crazy. That is so crazy. What does it matter? Because if I have to be right, if I have to tell them or, you know, make them aware of, you know, how we have what we have now, I'm proving. Well, proving takes judgment. So it's silly. And I mean, now I don't, I just, I'm just aware of it. I don't make it right. I don't make it wrong, especially when we travel in other countries. It's really loud then. And it could be, you know, the people that we're, you know, the people that are working at the houses or whatever, they're just, whatever their points of views are, that I become just so aware of it. And it's like, yeah. And then I look at, you know, am I, would I be willing to receive that? If, uh, you know, if hubby chose to go away and another guy came in and he wanted to be the sugar daddy, you know, would I be willing to receive that? Which is still kind of a bit of a funny energy for me. So how does it get any better than that? But, you know, those are the things that I, 
<laughs> those are the things I'm aware of. Those are the things I look at. Those are the things that I'm willing to receive information from uh, and then be present with. Doesn't mean I necessarily, you know, that I change it right away. It's like that's just a, I'm just aware of the kind of the funny energy of being, um, you know, having a sugar daddy in that sense. And in a million ways, I have a sugar daddy. It's just not in the, you know, the dollar ways, but in all the things he does for me, all the things he does for us, all the ways he contributes. So it's a different energy of, say, receiving the money compared to receiving from all of those things, receiving, you know, my my meals being made every day, my groceries being shopped for, my errands being ran, like all of those things. So it's like, you know, if we're aware of where we have, where we put up maybe a barrier or a funny energy or all of that, then that's, we can change it if we would like to. We don't have to. That's the other cool space that I've given myself over the years. It's like there might be a time that I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm aware I've got, a, I've got a no on that or I'm not willing to do that or whatever. It's like, cool, okay, maybe I'll change it and just carry on because it's not in that 10 seconds, in that moment, it's not relevant. Or I know that I'm making it too significant to change it. So that's kind of another thing when, thing, when, thing doesn't, when things don't change. Look at how significant you're making it. Because for many of us, probably all of you listening, <laughs> and myself included, if we only have one thing that we're creating or changing or playing with, whatever word you want to use, it's not enough. It's not enough. We are built to have probably, I don't know, 10, 20, 50, 100, 200, 1,000 things on the go at the same time. So if the only thing you're looking at right now is one thing, you're looking at changing one thing, you're taking action steps on one thing, and every thought you think is about that one thing and has it changed yet, that's not enough. That's not enough. And what you're going to end up doing is creating drama trauma around it because you don't have enough on the go. And man, oh man, we are dangerous. <laughs> we are dangerous when we do not have enough on the go, my friends, because we have too much time. That's where you want to be looking at all of the areas of your life and your living. And then playing with all of them all the time. So there's not one that is significant. There's not one that kind of is like, if I change that, that is, that is the answer to all answers. And like, no, if you've got that going on, change it right now. And you can just be asking, hey, what could I add to my life to change blank right away? So let's say you've got the hip thing. I'm going to keep using that because it's a funny, it's a funny story to me, um, except it's true. Like, you know, and I, I was in that class. It was fascinating to me. Anyway, um, you know, so if you've got that and the hip changing is the only thing that's important in your world, you want to change that and ask, okay, so what could I add to my life today to change my hip size right away? And it's a funny question, I know, because it's like, well, you can't add anything. Like, that's silly. But you could. You could add coffee with friends. You could add uh, going downhill skiing. Or you could add going swimming, depending on what country you live in. Um, like, there's so many things you could add that would have nothing to do necessarily with your hip size. But the more that you add, the more that you are choosing and creating and having fun and laughing and playing, that stuff that you're asking to change and that is in alignment with everything that is would change then, will change. 
But if you're focusing on it, which is what so many modalities teach us, is to focus on it, think about it, you know, um, just, uh, you know, make it your kind of your every breath you take. Uh, it, it puts us in way too much judgment of it. And it's not natural for us. And I know probably thinking having 100 things on the go at the same time isn't natural for you, but I wonder. And maybe it isn't for you. You know for you. And I know for me personally, it has to be over 100. And I'm so aware when I don't have it. Because man, oh man, the crazy that goes on in my head. And it's so simple for me now. Because as soon as the crazy starts, and I, well, as soon as I recognize I'm in the crazy, I can go, oh, oh yeah, I don't have enough fucking to go. Okay, cool. Now what? <laughs> now what? <laughs> so yeah, adding, adding, adding. What can you add to your life today to change blank right away? And you're not looking for an answer. Just ask that question, be in that space, and, uh, and then just be, you know, take the action. Take the action that's required. I also wanted to share a new program. Now, I actually talked about this two weeks ago on the radio saying it was going to be on. And anyway, it's here now. It is called Creating Your Dreams Come True. It is a three-part online series. We are going to start on January 27th, 2019 uh, for the first part. So that's Zoom number one. And Zoom number two will be February 2nd, 2019. And Zoom number three will be February 12th, 2019. And... Um, Basically, what we're going to go through is my nine-step process uh, of creating your dreams come true. You will have a magic tricks reference folder with audios, videos, handouts, all about magic tricks to creating your dreams come true. Because there will be home play in between the Zooms, I'm actually also setting up two office hours. So the office hours will be on Wednesday, January 30th. So that'll be three days after the first Zoom. And then Wednesday, February 6th, which will be uh, four days, I think, after the second Zoom. So that when you're going through the home play, if you have questions about it, if you're stuck in a place and whatever it might be, then I'm there for you. I've got, you know, we've got the time. We'll just hop on Zoom and we will go through whatever is required to get you through that home play. And of course, a, a private Facebook group for everyone in the series that, of course, you can ask unlimited questions. So would absolutely love, 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 love for you to come and play with me on this. This is also, I'll give you a little, um, a little insider. This is also the book that what I'm calling, well, not the title, but if you were, if you're a Facebook friend of mine, you would have seen me post back in December that I went to a folder in my computer to start writing a book again that, I mean, I knew I had wrote a lot, but it was done. <laughs> it's the book, I called it the book that wrote itself, because I was shocked at how far I was and how little anything it required. And it's all this nine step process. So it's creating your dreams come true. Uh, I'm not sure what the title is just yet. I will be, it should come out in the next few months. I'm just working with a lady right now in terms of getting all of the other pieces done for it. So how does it get any better? I'm so excited, but it is truly, 
I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited. So we've got this three-part online series. It's also a two-day in-person class that I will be offering. If you take the three-day online series and then you also choose to attend a class, there will be discounts for you to attend and all sorts of stuff um, that you will see. I'm also going to have, I just don't have the the, um, information up just yet, uh, of a monthly magical membership. So we will get together once a month uh, for anybody who chooses uh, after these programs, whether you do the two-day in-person or you do the three-part online series or you do both, um, then we will have a monthly where we just get together. And it's basically everything I'm doing to create my dreams come true kind of like a, an insider scoop or uh, behind the scenes because you guys know I change this stuff all the time I try everything and then I use what works and then I try everything and I use what works and so anybody in that m- monthly membership will be with me on that journey so then um, you will have to the prereq will be either the three-part series or an in-person class uh, so just wanted to uh, to let you guys know about that. Would love to have you come play. Of course, the link to that will be on the radio show section of my webpage. I also, of course, have an upcoming event section. You'll also see it on Facebook. If you can't find it, just email me, Facebook message me, Instagram me. I mean, you know how to get a hold of me. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to talking about what to do when things don't change. So if all of the other stuff that we've discussed is all, you know, taken care of and everything's going and uh, still not changing, you want to look at, like, what are your belief systems? What are your points of views? What, what is it for you with it? And let's go back to the hip thing because it's funny to me. Um, you know, so if you've got that and you've done everything and it is yours and your body says yes and you're taking inspired action and, and you're willing to be magical, you're willing to tell people what they can hear, you're willing to be judged for, you know, changing your hips overnight, whatever all that, you've got all that and it's not changing, then, then what, are, what is it? What, what are those points of views? What is the belief system you have? What is the value to you of not changing it? You guys hear me say that question all the time because it freaking changes things if you're willing to be honest with it. What is the value of having the hip size the way they are? (sighs) Yeah, once you know that for you, once you're willing to be honest, and usually it's the craziest, like something like... um, then I won't look like my sister or then I won't look like my brother or then my uh, best friend from grade two will hate me or like something that's so obscure. Usually that's what comes up when you're willing to be honest with the value question. And then it's usually laughable and then it's done. And then you can actually go on to change it. Because that value question, if you're willing to be honest, will get you to that that. I'm going to say the final piece. That's not probably the proper way to say it, uh, but to a huge piece of what is holding it in place. If everything else is shifted, if everything else is out of the way, then looking at what it's doing for you. And I know that it's a hard question. (laughs) I know that most people um, hate the question and they get so mad when I ask the question. And yet it's the, it's the piece that can change everything. And sometimes we say, I don't know, (laughs) with that question, because we don't actually know. We don't have words for it. So it doesn't matter. You don't have to have words. 
If you were just to take 10 minutes and just be in the, the stuckness of what's not changing, like bring that energy up, and then it, from that energy, okay, so what is the value of this? Truth. What is the value of this? <sighs> Truth. What is the value of choosing this? Just asking that from that space of curiosity, not looking for an answer, being totally okay that after 10 minutes, you don't have words, you will have changed it. Because some of the stuff is from other lifetimes. Some of the stuff is not even like something you would have words for. So be willing to just be in the space of it and ask the question and know just by asking it, you are changing it. You are totally and completely changing it just by being willing to look at it. That's changing it. And we go back to, are you willing for it to be that ease? Are you willing for you to be that magical? Again, you don't have to tell anybody. In fact, it's probably better, unless you have magical friends, which I know many of you do, uh, just be in your awareness of who you can tell and when. Because often we will reach out to the person who can't receive it to ensure that we don't receive it anymore and we don't be that magical again. So if you're not sure, don't tell anybody. And be okay with that. Celebrate you with you. Know that you don't need anybody outside of you to tell you how amazing you are or how awesome you are. It's cool when they do, but you don't need it. You do require it from you, though. So the more you're willing to gift you that, the more space and possibilities you'll actually create. Yeah. So some of you who've been listening for a while, you might be wondering, why is Glenice not running the Access Consciousness Clearings in her show anymore? And I've changed it. So I do run a personal clearing loop on the topic of the show after I record the show, uh, and everybody in the Insider Club gets access to that. Plus, they get access to the radio show uh, before it airs. They get access in the radio show before it airs has no commercials in it. Uh, there's also another monthly clearing that they get from me. And they also get 10% off of online programs that I run. Now, usually it's just on programs that are less than two hours. However, I am offering it on... Um, actually, I'm offering it on everything I've been running in January of 2019 which has been in engaging with the elementals, which was 97 Canadian, so it would have saved you $9.70. There's also the 21 days to choosing and creating a successful business. And that is, that's a global pricing, so it depends where you live. Uh, 277 Canadian if you live in Canada, so that would have been $27.70. Also offering it on the new program, Create Your Dreams Come True, which is $4.97. Uh, which would save you $49.70. And the monthly charge for the Insider Club is only $47 Canadian dollars. So you already would have made way more back. So how does it get any better? If you would like details, just let me know. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The Glenice Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.